Welcome back to another edition of Ang Mail. Yay! Yay! I'm, I'm excited. I'm very, 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 very excited. This is like, if recording the standard pod... I call it standard. It's not even right. If recording the podcast is a highlight of my week, this is also... This is just like, I feel like a notch above because A, we get to see everything that everyone's been sending us, which is a lot, and B, it is significantly less work than doing an actual episode of the podcast. That's true. So <laughs> so this is like the dessert, right? Yeah. Of our week. Yeah, like the cherry on top of, of the whole ice cream sundae. The maraschino cherry. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, we have a couple emails to go through. And our first one comes from Kareem. And Kareem writes, Hi, Booster or Acorn or both. I just wanted to say hello and that I look forward to your podcast every week. I just wanted you guys to know that I really do love your podcast and wanted to say some things about the last episode, The Storm. You guys were talking about how Aang said that if he would have stayed, things would be different. But I agree with him because of many reasons. There may be some spoilers, so we're going to only address the things that we've seen so Mm -hmm. far. Mm -hmm. And this goes for... Anyone who writes in, we will write back to you um, and talk about everything that you bring up in the email. But when it comes to egg mail editions or when we read things on the podcast, we're going to keep them as spoiler free as possible and only relevant up to the most recent episode that we've covered. And just so everyone knows, too, the most as of this recording, the most recent episode that has been released is the Northern Air Temple. Yes. So we won't be talking about Toph but I want to cry so bad. So sad. We're so close though. I know. We're so close. I know. I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. Kareem was saying that because Aang can go into the avatar state, we see that he's gone into the avatar state a couple times in the first book. It is Kareem's belief that Aang could have defeated all of the fire, fire nation soldiers and saved the day. I don't know if I agree with that. Because I feel I'm like I'm on the fence. I feel like the Avatar state, which is probably what Aang would have to go into in order to achieve this success, this victory, is very limited from a time frame and energy standpoint. So I feel like you you'd be surrounded by all these Fire Nation soldiers, and then he would just go into Avatar state because all he can really control is airbending at that point. And he would maybe defeat the first wave, but that's it. And then you have the second wave. Then you have the tanks that may or may not exist at that point. And then you have the Navy. And then you have the Fire Lord himself. All powered by the Great Comet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also why I'm kind of on the fence, too. Uh, Kareem was saying that even though the Fire Nation would be powered by the Great Comet, Aang using the avatar state would be powered by every avatar that ever existed. So I feel like it's one of those. But for a short period of time, that's the key right there. Yes. It's all that is also all the fire Lord would have to do is just wait it out. That's it. Yeah. Wait for him to get tired and come out of the avatar state and then wipe everyone out. Right. Yeah. And remember, at this point, it's not Ozai. It's a different fire. Yes. So this one is. It's Sozin, yeah. Sozin, oh yeah, duh, Sozin's Comet, duh. <laughs> that realization just hit me like Sozin's Comet. No, that doesn't hit anything. That's weird. Anyways, I don't know if he was a tactician or not, or if he was patient. 
I like I don't think we know that at, at least at this point. Not yet. Not yet. So, you know, if he was patient, all you, he would have to do is just sit in the background and just wait it out and then just like one sucker punch to the avatar. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, exactly. This reminds me of one of those stories or games that you play. Like, who would win? Yes. Zeus or in like some other fictional or hero Donald or Duck. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe on like we're equal footing, but yeah. I don't know. Donald Duck is the most powerful mage in Final Fantasy lore. Period. Okay, that's stretching it. No, he Kingdom is. Kingdom he... Hearts, maybe. Also, Kingdom Hearts is Final Fantasy. Because they have Final Fantasy eh. characters in Kingdom Hearts. So therefore, it is all part of the same universe. I don't know. Maybe the I multiverse. Don't... Yes. Because you have multiverse, Cloud in there, yes. Sephiroth. Um, multiverse, yes. Multiverse. But they even name some characters different. Well, like, like Squall. Aerith versus Eris. Yeah, but Squall is also... Leon. So that makes sense. I know. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but he's still not very Avatar. powerful. Here, here's, here's another good one just for everyone playing at home. Superman versus Neo. From that, the Matrix? From the Matrix. That is a rabbit hole. And we're going to do it on an Avatar forum because <laughs> in order for those two to exist, they say in the Matrix movies, aliens, Kryptonians, are uh, part of the Matrix. It's like a glitch in the code, essentially. So... Therefore, he can get on that footing as Agent Smith. So that's how Superman oh gets God. his powers is by manipulating the code in the Matrix. So if he can do that and Neo does that, then they're equal footing or or follow me on this adventure here. <laughs> I've had this discussion many times, I promise you. Or if I'm it's listening. in the real world. So like, let's say Superman's plugged into the Matrix, right? Like everyone else is and he can unplug himself. He would then be again on equal footing with Neo because Superman gets his power from the sun. So they all live pretty much like this. They block the sun out so they don't get the sun. So then there's another fight right there is they would be again on equal footing because neither of them have power. Ah, uh, I might have had that conversation once or twice with many friends. Yeah, I was going to say you might have thought about this before. Yes. <laughs> Great but yes, point. like that game, like that game, like that game, like that Perfect. one. Perfect example. <laughs> Neo versus Superman. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so good. Kareem goes on to say at the end, asking if we plan on going through Legend of Korra. Yes. Yes. To everyone who is watching or listening to this right now. Yes, we do plan on going through Korra after we complete all three Avatar The Last Airbender books. We also want to cover the Kyoshi books, the Shyamalan movie. Mm -hmm. and the comics mm -hmm. as well so and the netflix stuff and whenever, the netflix stuff whenever when that it hits. drops yeah yes even though mike and brian have pulled out we still want to we'll cover, cover it. it on the podcast so yeah. buckle up kids you're in in this for the long haul with us i'm kind of secretly hoping that the netflix stuff doesn't hit until after we're close to being done that way we can yes. like have an excuse to just come back agreed Yes. triumphant return yeah last thing from kareem's email is they say their mvp is katara which yes mm -hmm. another katara fan i love it it's fine you know he doesn't have to be Sokka. not everyone can pick Sokka. i guess doesn't always have to be Sokka. Fair. yeah That's give fair. give my girl katara time of day every once in a while there's also uh, a very nice pun in the email there was i missed it yes Appa is also an MVP because in some ways he is an under bison. Ah. 
but um playoff of underdog but i see what you did there i see it awesome thanks so much kareem for writing in we really appreciate it yes thank you thank you so much for taking the time and i think we just responded to kareem as well so we did we yeah. did by the way everyone if you if you don't hear from us for a bit promise i promise you you will hear from us at some point it's just it's so there's so many of you was not anticipating in, that. in the best way in the best possible way all right so the next I one i can't wait for the next one i'm so excited about the next one the next one comes from Corey, and Corey writes hey corn and greg big fan of your podcast i've just started listening at my boring office job you keep me going every day because i get to virtually watch my favorite show during work hours but with so much extra amazing insight to listen to as much as I love you guys, sometimes I find myself wanting to join the conversation and argue for my favorite character, Monk Gyatso, to be MVP of every episode, even when he's not in it. That's fair. I absolutely loved Greg's idea. I love my idea. Wait, which idea? Oh, yeah. My idea. <laughs> you love my idea of the live action cabbage merchant being Jason Mendoza. Should they recast the role? Yes. Please make if they have to recast, please make that happen. Had me dying in my cubicle. I really look forward to diving back into the older episodes when you get further because there's so much foreshadowing you guys don't dive into because of reasons. This does help me appreciate each individual episode better, though, because I tend to rewatch with a constant focus on the future episodes. Keep up the good work, hot man and hot woman. Sincerely yours, Sokka's Instincts, aka Corey. I love that. I Sokka's love that signature. Sokka's instincts. <laughs> I like the way that we, we signed our email. Yes. It, it was all you. I'll give yeah. you all the credit. Sokka's instincts. I mean, Acorn and Greg. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to Sokka and Sokka adjacent uh, content. Me. I love yes. it. I love it all. Thank you, Corey, so much. That's super nice of you to say. And to agree with me. Thanks. That's, that's Greg's favorite part. My favorite, My favorite part. part is... Monk Yatso yeah. as the MVP forever and always because as we can all agree the elderly characters in this show are just bamps and mm -hmm. wonderful and amazing and always the MVPs of our heart for sure including Monk Yatso yes yes and it's also like he's such a um, mentor to Aang too and like you see a lot of uh, Monk Yatso not only in Aang but I think we talked about this in an episode but in Aang's decision to stay with Sokka and Katara because they do each reflect uh, different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like attributes. Attributes or principles traits. or, yeah, traits uh, of his form former mentor. So he probably right. found some comfort in that. The wise, logical thoughts yeah. of Katara and the fun-loving and goofy. going. Yeah. Goofy. Goofy, easygoing yeah. traits of Sokka. Yeah. Yep. Thank you so much, Corey. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, hot man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Who do we have next? Our next email yes. comes from Courtney. Courtney says, greetings. Thank you two so much for doing this podcast. I've been a fan since the show first came out when I was eight, and I've watched the series about 13 times now and counting. It's nice to get more insight about the show and hear other people's points of views of the episodes. I've recommended your podcast to my friends, as well as all the Avatar groups I'm in on social media. Thanks. 
Thank you. That's awesome. That's Thank you so much. I have to give my MVP of the episode to Uncle Iroh. Yes. Yeah. Not because he is an amazing character and goes over Zuko's backstory, but because I can relate to Iroh in this episode. If you have ever met anyone from the Midwest, we are very good at predicting storms days before they even appear. When Iroh tells Zuko there is a storm coming and Zuko questions him, that is exactly how my non-Midwest friends are to me. So my new fan theory is that Uncle Iroh has family ties to Missouri, or at least he can smell out a storm like we can. Thank you two again for this amazing podcast. I can't wait for the next episodes. Courtney from the Midwest. And if you couldn't tell, this was all addressing the storm. Yes. Yeah. The episode of the storm, which is like amazing. Like it's probably one of my favorite episodes of the season. I have to say blue spirit and the storm, I think are are up there for me currently. Uh, Which we discussed kind of being a part one, part two type of deal because Aang learns something in the storm Mm -hmm. and then Zuko learns something in the blue spirit. Yeah, exactly. I like the idea of Iroh being from the Missouri of the Fire Nation. Yes, (laughs) me too. (laughs) I really like that because it also kind of like what if Ozai wasn't raised there? So like we talked about this on one of the episodes where there is a significant and everyone talks about this. I feel like there's a significant age difference in appearance between Ozai and Iroh. So what if for the first, I don't know, 10 to 15 years of Iroh's life, he was raised in like the Midwest of the Fire Nation. And then when uh, Ozai was born, they moved, I don't know, what's a hoity-toity? The capital or something. Yeah, yeah. To the palace. So like the New York City of the Fire Nation. Yeah. I don't know. If you're from <laughs> New York City, not hoity-toity, I'm sorry. But like, that's where my brain went. But like, yeah, like from like the more elegant and like, I don't know, area. And, and he didn't yeah. learn all that. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably overthinking this a little bit now that i'm really diving into this fan theory deeper and deeper into my brain but like you know you you, usually around like farmland and stuff like that you have a more structured and strict kind of regiment because you have to like help the chickens and all that stuff and i assume i don't have a farm but i assume there's chickens i love this this is just where i'm going give us some more facts and and interesting figures from farm life greg you are you are a resident expert well you know there's chickens and then there's cows and then i assume there's a dog or two and don't forget the cat that sleeps in the barn all the time and there's that (laughs) fox who's just always trying to get into the hen pen hen house hen house that's what it's called there's some alliteration Uh, uh, people people in the um yeah people uh (laughs) that really farm know it's called the hen pen the hen pen. The hen pen. That that's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We love the idea of Uncle Iroh having that keen sense that Missouri Missourians, but Missourians, Missourians have been able to sniff out a storm. So thank yeah. you so much for writing in, Courtney, and sharing this thought with us. Yeah. And she has a real life superpower. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm so jealous. Storm sniffer. Mine's, Love it. Mine's just puns and making up facts about farm life. Yeah. Pun person. Pun person. <laughs> what do we have next? So next up, we have Jeff in Jeff writes. Hello, Booster Greg and Acorn. Well, very formal with me. Hello, good sir. <laughs> I just want to thank you both for making this incredible podcast. 
Your new episodes are the highlight of my Fridays. You guys make commuting something I actually look forward to. Wow. Thanks. That's very nice. Everyone's that's, so that's nice. That's high praise right there. That's so nice. Everyone knows commuting sucks. <laughs> What's the highlight of your day? Commuting. Man, I really love just being sandwiched in these between all these cars on mm-hmm. the hot and concrete highway mm-hmm. for an hour mm-hmm. each way to and from work because I have Avatar the podcast to listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't even mind that that woman is doing her makeup and eating a tuna fish sandwich at 830 in the morning. Why tuna? I don't know. I, I thought of the most disgusting thing that you could probably eat at 8.30 in the morning, and I thought of tuna fish. I don't know why. That's that's a pretty weird choice for 8 o'clock in the morning. I do give you that. Anyways, Jeff continues to say, I'm really excited for you guys to get to season three, specifically my two favorite episodes, The Painted Lady, which I remember that episode. That's me saying that, not Jeff. And the Southern Raiders, which I don't remember that episode. Again, me saying that, not not Jeff. <laughs> Both very Katara-centric episodes. I watched the show when it first aired, and I distinctly remember how exciting and beautiful it was. And as I got older, it 10,000% holds up. As I got older, it's actually gotten better. In fact, I love the show so much that I was able to convince my girlfriend to name our second daughter kaya oh which for those of you playing at home is katara's original name and katara's daughter and mother's name yes hmm. when the time comes and we have kids that's really cool that you got her that's so cool i have to i have to trick for a dog name to get some sort of nerd infusion into it but i, I did it yeah i got it and that's all that matters <laughs> If you're wondering what I'm referring to, listen to the Geek Generation episode. I don't remember the number, but it is the top animated 90s cartoons. Listen to that episode. Acorn and I were on it. So, yes. Yeah. In the Blue Spirit episode, you mentioned that Zuko was supposed to have a pet hawk, which is true. If you watch the unaired pilot, he has one and him and Momo get into a scuffle. Oh, no. So fun. Oh, no. I heard that they added the pilot to Netflix. I haven't watched it myself. I watched it on Facebook of all places. I found a link there one day, mm-hmm. but apparently it's on, on Netflix. So if you've never watched it before, there's a VOD on Twitch as well. Is there? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. I, I bookmarked it. I don't know where off the top of my head, but it's there. Trust me. Yep. I love the on screen on podcast question mark chemistry you guys have and all the little behind the scenes information you guys bring thank you so much for the podcast and i can't wait to hear more sincerely a lifelong avatar fan jeff sorry jeff because there's an exclamation mark like jeff right there jeff i love it jeff (laughs) p.s everyone knows the answer to this one already are you guys going to do a breakdown of cora as well i know that's a little while away but i hope you do Yes, Jeff. Yes. Yes. We are. Yes, Jeff. Exclamation point. Yes. That sounds like yes, chef. Yes, chef. What are we in? <laughs> Kitchen Nightmare? Yes. What are we in? Gordon Ramsay world all of a sudden? I love Ramsay. So yes, please. I've only watched him on um, Junior Chef, whatever that one was. Oh, that's the most precious I show ever. I loved it ever. so much. because So I only it's know so him. Good. Well, I only know uh, Gordon Ramsay right? as being like the big, evil, mean like chef. Brit, angry Brit yeah, chef. Yeah. So yes. when they had that commercial, I was like, what? I know I kind of want to watch this. And he's just so nice to the kid. It's like the it's like 
he saves up all the positive energy for the children and all the negative oh, yeah. energy for the adults. It's oh, so yeah. cool. It was like I I just couldn't stop watching it. And then I did it. It's point, amazing. Probably because life moved on. But it was great. One final thought for Jeff is I am also very excited about getting to the Painted Lady and the Southern Raiders. Those are some of my favorite episodes as well. So, yeah, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Jeff, thank you so much. For thank you, Jeff. Writing. It's su- we super appreciate it. It was very, very nice. I love, I love all of these. These are all very nice. I'm just going to you're going to say you're saying these are all very nice too much, Greg. Well, it's true. So I'll, I'll look up uh, synonyms next time. For the yes. word nice. For now, for you're now. all nice. Get over it. Get over it. You're so nice. Nice. Our next email comes from Melina. Yes. And Melina writes, hey, Acorn and Greg, I'm loving the podcast and I've just caught up. So now I have to wait a week for each new episode. Wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I guess I would consider myself to be a newer fan of Avatar. I've watched bits and pieces of the series, but I was really young when it came out on Nickelodeon, so I really don't remember much until it came out on Netflix. My sister implored me to watch it, and I laughed because I just thought it was some kid show. Well, I did end up rewatching it, and wow, it's so much more than that. I binge-watched it all in three days and am amazed by the extensive character development and the world-building. I can't wait for you to cover seasons two and three with some of my favorite episodes, including Zuko Alone, The Library, The Tales of Ba Sing Se, The Boiling Rock, and The Ember Island Players. Oh my gosh, those mm-hmm. are all so good. I can't wait either. I only remember one of those. I only remember. Oh. No, wait, maybe I remember vaguely Tales of Ba Sing Se, but I remember The Ember Island Players for sure. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be so fun for us, everyone. Yeah. Greg has only seen the show once, so he can barely remember the details of two and three. Mel says, my favorite characters are Zuko, his redemption arc, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sokka, Toph, Iroh, and also Suki, especially in the later seasons. We don't get enough I, Suki fans, I feel like. We don't. Suki is underrepresented in the fandom. Yes. For now. I definitely relate most with Sokka. You guys work well together and the podcast is very cohesive. Love the facts, details, and analysis that you include that adds depth to the series and really enforces why this show is so great for literally all ages. Yours truly, Mel Hart. That's so nice. Thank you, Mel. Such such great points too. Man, I I am loving that so many of our listeners are new time Avatar fans. That is amazing to me. I know. I feel like a lot of them... I feel like we should thank a lot of our fans, relatives and significant others, because I feel like we we do get quite a few messages that are just like, oh, I did this because my wife, my partner, my sister, my brother, whatever. And it's just like, well, thank thank them sincerely from the bottom of not only our hearts, but I'm also going to just go off, jump off of a a ledge at this point and also say uh, DiMartino and Kanetsko's. Yes. Hearts as well. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to speak for them for, for have no right to do so. But in that part, I'm just going to. <laughs> we know them. We, <laughs> we know them. them. We're Personally, like, we're like right? this. I'm going to call we're him right so now. Close. <laughs> He's not picking up. It's embarrassing. Worst timing ever. <laughs> <laughs> no time to not pick up. Click. Definitely called him. <laughs> Totally him, totally by the way. Totally him. Totally him. Not my mom. 
We also love that you think the, the, the podcast is cohesive. Um, we really do work hard to get a lot of interesting facts and details along with the synopsis itself. So we're glad it comes across well and you enjoy it. So thank you so much for saying so. And I think that is time for us for this particular episode of Angmail. Yes. And with that, we're going to wrap it up for today. Thank you again so much for writing in. We're really excited to bring Angmail and our discussions about Angmail to you in this format and capacity. Mm-hmm. So please continue writing in and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. I'm not waving. You don't get that. Don't look at me. <laughs> Avatar, the podcast, is a proud part of the Geek Generation Network. Remember to check out all of our podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com. 